0: Hello, family and friends. Excited here for day two with my pastor, Pastor Mark Pearl, originally from the Petersburg area. And maybe you can correct that. I know he's lived in a little burg outside of uh, Petersburg.
1: Yeah, that's where I grew up. Well, actually, I was I was born in Noblesville, Indiana, lived okay. in Carmel. In the 60s, early 60s, we moved into Petersburg and spent 20 years. I grew up there and went to school. All my years of schooling, I went to Petersburg. So yeah, yeah, lived in the Jasper area for 10 years before I came here to Newburgh-Evansville area. Okay. Yeah. So I'm really
0: excited to have you here today, Pastor. I know we're going to get into your testimony a little bit today, which uh, I just love testimonies and hearing how God reached people. And so... We just thank you, Father, for your presence here today, and thank you for speaking through Pastor Mark, and thank you for people having ears open to hear and to change their lives based on the Word of God and what Pastor's testimony is today, Father. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, Pastor, I'm going to kick
1: it over to you to kind of get into your testimony a little bit. All right. Hey, I want to read a scripture out of Daniel because it kind of correlates with where my journey with the Lord began, and it's in Daniel chapter 7, verse 13. Daniel said, I saw in the night visions, and behold, one like the Son of Man came with the clouds of heaven and came to the Ancient of Days, and they brought him near before him. You know, Daniel talked about night visions here, and my encounter with the Lord began in 1972. At that time, I didn't give my life to Jesus, but what happened is I had what Daniel said. I had a night vision. And in this night vision, I saw, I was like out on the football field in our local town uh, behind the high school, and I saw Jesus appear in the sky from his waist up. And he just spoke four words, Brother Greg. He said, I'm coming back soon. And then that was, that was it. And, you know, I have thought about when I read in the book of Revelation, where John said his voice is as the sound of many waters. Mm -hmm. I thought about that years later when I read that scripture because it's like when the Lord said that to me, I'm coming back soon. It was like his voice just filled everything. It was like Niagara Falls. It just was astounding. And that's all he said to me. I was, in 1972, I was 12 years old. You know, I didn't give my life to Jesus then, but it marked me. I mean, I knew Jesus was real. I'd had an encounter with him. And so, you know, all through my life, when I always, that was always, I think, just something that kind of kept me from going over the edge, you know. Were you at home and bed at that time, sleeping? You had this vision? Do you remember where you
0: were at physically? Yeah,
1: I was home, but it wasn't a dream. You know, when you look in the Bible, it talks about dreams. It talks about visions. Daniel called it a night vision. So it's like, It's kind of like, you know, in Matthew one twenty, it says, The angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. So the angel, it wasn't just like a regular dream. Mm -hmm. The angel actually appeared to Joseph. And this wasn't like a a regular dream. It was like a night vision. And that's what Daniel called it here. And that's what I've always called it is night vision. So it was like, it, it was so, you know, it's so dimensional, so real. And... I, I look back now and I think, well, why did God do that? And I think, well, the reason was, is because he marked my life. He creased my life that day. And even though I went on to live in drugs, a life of drugs and alcohol, I still couldn't get out of my mind the fact that the Lord told me wow. I'm coming back soon. Now, that was 50 years ago. Yep. If he said that 50 years ago, I don't think we have a whole lot of time left, you know. Wow. Now, you know, I, I mean, you know, I'm I'm a young kid, but I still got the sin nature in me. I need to be born again, you know. Yep. And I know you like a couple of my stories as a kid. I do. Yes, know? please. So I'll tell them. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I was a kid, when I was four years old. I remember laying on the bed at home, you know, in mom and dad's bedroom, and I had found two copper wires, and I guess they were something dad had been using, you know. And so I have those wires, and I'm I'm laying over the bed, and I've got them near the wall outlet, the electrical outlet. And I'm, I'm real close to that. Mom walks in the room and she says, don't you dare stick those in that outlet. Well, as soon as she left the room, I stuck them in. And I want to tell you, it was a shocking experience. And I've never done that since. I learned a valuable lesson, you know. You know, because it's kind of like, you know, as a kid, you you know, even though even though, you know, you're not to the age of accountability, you know, you still have that rebellion in you, you know, and you have to be born again to get that out of you. And I know another one you you like for me to tell. And it was really stupid, but it was like I was I was probably around four years old at the time. I guess I needed a lot of help when I was four years old. You hear (laughs) about the terrible twos? Sounds like I had the terrible fours. But I remember getting angry at mom and dad, and and, um, we lived in a small town, you know, and thank God we did. I went out and laid out in the street, and my dad, when he saw that, he came taking big steps out there, and he got me out of that street, and he, you know, he kind of adjusted my attitude that day, (laughs) you know, (laughs) but, you know, uh, as I grew, you know, as I got be 13 years old, I started, I used drugs for the first time when I was 13 years old. Uh-huh. At 13 years old, I smoked marijuana for the first time and yeah. then began drinking at 15. It's amazing how easy it was for 15-year-olds to get alcohol in those days. Mm-hmm. It may still be, I don't know, but it was just remarkably easy to get it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I began drinking and and began to you know go that lifestyle. So it's like the devil kind of got a hold of me at a really young age, but I still think that this what I call a night vision because that's what Daniel called it. You know, throughout Daniel in different chapters, he talks about visions of the night. Yeah. He didn't call them dreams because they're more vivid, they're more real than a dream. Yeah. And I still re still have I still had that you know in me i never told anybody about it i never told my parents about it i never told anybody else about it it's like i i just didn't discuss it until after i gave my life to jesus christ and then i talked about it but till then i never talked about it it was just something that happened wow. and yet it marked my life you know it marked my life and god used that and other things you know to keep me from going over the edge as it were because I got heavily involved in drugs. I mean, every kind of drug you can think of, I mean, you know, from LSD to cocaine, you know, everything you can think of. We did at Hashies, you know, of course, marijuana, PCP, angel dust, all kinds of acid. You know, it was just the culture at the time. You know, yeah. I look back and I think, how could I be so, so stupid? But that's, you were just blinded, you know, you just, you just, the devil had your, your mind blinded and yep. you didn't realize you could have easily killed yourself. And you know, people did, people died, but thank God for his mercy. Yeah. Thank God for his mercy that I always, I still thank God. I mean, I, I've, I've been serving the Lord now for 40, over 40 years, and I, I still thank God I didn't die without Jesus. Wow. I did not die lost. Pastor, you
0: know, I was thinking, and I'm sure other listeners are listening to also, you think about having a supernatural experience like that. You would just think, like, wow, that would be your time, your call. But maybe you'd answered the question already when you, you know, when you, you know, it kept you, it kept you in boundaries a little bit where it kind of kept you from going way off the deep end. Did you ever think about that since then, about how that wasn't significant enough? Because other people maybe had some supernatural experiences too, and they didn't come to Jesus after that.
1: Yeah, you know, and, and really, that's that's the truth. You know, that, that experience, it did not, you know, of course, it did not. I was young at the time, 12 years old, but that's still enough to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. But it did not bring me to Jesus, but it did certainly make me think about God and about the end times and about something that we call the rapture of the church. You know, mm-hmm. the fact that the Lord at some time in the near future is coming back to get his people before the you know the great tribulation takes place on this earth, mm-hmm. and so I, I just believe God planted it as a seed in me because He knew I was going to be one of the one of the many preachers in the end times that I was going to be here for that, and I fully expect Jesus to come back in my lifetime. Amen. I really do. Matter of fact, you know, I would I'd be surprised if He doesn't. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Well, we don't want to leave it here at the, uh, pastor into this drug problem, but thank God he got into the ministry and we're going to get into it tomorrow into kind of pastor, uh, you know, how you gave your heart to the Lord, but if you would yeah. please, maybe there's people out there today listening that, um, you don't know Jesus and maybe you've got a, a vice like drugs or alcohol or porn or something rather that's got you gripped and just believing for hope for you.
1: Yeah. You know, people can think that because they have those vices that God's against them. Oh No. He's for you. He wants you set free. You know, he loves you. He revealed himself to me. I wasn't I wasn't serving him, yeah. but he began to deal with me because he's got a plan for our lives. So let me pray with you. Father, if there's anyone at all that's listening to this program, maybe they're bound by drugs or alcohol or some other vice like I was. I just pray for their deliverance today cool. that the power of God would come on them. Jesus would reveal himself to them and they'd have a, an Apostle Paul on the road to Damascus experience this day, listen to this broadcast, and know that God's for them, not against them, and they would receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. If you've never have, just ask Jesus to come into your heart and your life right now and to save you and to cause you to be born again, and then go find a good church in yes. Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Well, thank you, Pastor. Looking forward to tomorrow. And uh, we sure love all of our listeners and... If you want to contact the church, you can do so at myoasischurch.com, or you can call the church at... That
1: number, office number is 812-476-5440. Amen. We'll go talk to someone about Jesus today,
0: and remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.